Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a, produ a production of Agoracom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out important news. And today's news was huge, coming out of Esports Entertainment Group. With us is Grant Johnson. He's a CEO. The company trades on the NASDAQ under the stock symbol GMBL. As you can imagine from their name, Esports Entertainment Group is an esports and online gambling company, more than just lip service. Net revenue was $16.4 million in Q1, up 8,000% year over year, 86% sequentially. Gross profit, $10 million. That's compared to, uh, uh, that's a $10.2 million gain because they had a small loss last year, up 92% sequentially. They're hitting out of the park. And the big news today, Esports Entertainment Group granted approval to begin betting operations in New Jersey. Grant, welcome back, my friend. Good to see you, George. Yeah, today is a big news day. Long, long overdue, but uh, most welcome. Well, let's talk about that. First of all, from a from a from a validation point of view, how big is this for for GMBL? Well, this is huge. I mean, obviously, the people who are listening today have heard me talk about this for quite some time. We made a decision. We wanted to get some uh, get a license in the United States. We made a decision. New Jersey was going to be that. Uh, that jurisdiction, and we've been working on this for many months, uh, as you know. But why it's really huge is we're the first esports-focused gambling site to get licensed anywhere in North America. That's huge. Uh, I, I believe that's huge. I, I hope our, our shareholders share that sentiment, and it really gives us validation because New Jersey is widely considered as one of the the gold standard in the North American market when it comes to licenses. If you can sort of to steal a line from Frank Sinatra, if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's a good is, one. Is a lot, of the, a lot of the narrative out there. I'm, I'm sure other jurisdictions might take issue with that, uh, but it is one of the most longstanding online regulatory frameworks. And it puts us, it's a credibility piece, really. I mean, we're in there with the big brands, the big names in, in the North American gaming and gambling space. So, it's And I assume that that, you know, we're just going to talk about New Jersey Day and we're going to celebrate that. Uh, but I'm assuming if you have any plans going forward with other states at some point, that this is a really big validator and only makes a job easier probably going forward. Am I wrong in making that jump in, the, oh. in logic? They're not wrong. It's 100% accurate. I mean, the application process is extremely involved. And, you know, because of that, we have everything pulled together. Uh, and as mentioned, a lot of the other states and provinces in Canada uh, look to New Jersey for setting, you know, the standards. So we have the package put together. There are several other jurisdictions we were in conversation with. It's been, I've made no secret about that. Let's put the numbers into perspective and how big this is from a number side. Not that I'm asking for any revenues or projected revenues, but here are just a couple of titles out of Ford. One was New Jersey becomes first state to surpass a billion dollars in sports betting. That was just from September. Just to, and for all of 2020, sports betting was $6 billion uh, in, New, uh, in New Jersey. We obviously don't have the 2021 numbers because it just ended, but doesn't matter. Those numbers are big. Uh, you know, what kind of success are you guys expecting out of such a massive uh, customer base? Well, you know, clearly we're we're expecting tremendous success, being the only uh, you know esport 
focused site, you know, esports betting fans who are currently betting. I mean, if people think that esports fans in the North American market are not placing wagers offshore, that's just naive to think that. Uh, clearly they are. Uh, but given the choice, you know, I believe very strongly that uh, players would prefer to bet on regulated sites because there's oversight. They have protection. They have transparency. They know who they're dealing with. If something goes wrong, they've got somebody they can reach out to, not just an anonymous offshore group. They can't complain to a, a gaming regulator from Curacao. Who are you going to complain to? There, there is no, they won't take any complaints. You don't have to worry about your accounts being frozen because Georgecom <laughs> Esports Emporium out in <laughs> Europe somewhere got shut down and you are and you get caught up in it. Uh, now it just makes sense to be on, on buy, right? Because Absolutely. So we, we expect to get uh, quite substantial uh, interest. Also, you know, New Jersey, it's not just because every New Jersey is a you know, very passionate gambler. That's not the case. New Jersey strategically, geographically, is so closely located to New York and you know, Pennsylvania, of course. And these licenses in the States are geocentric. So you don't have to be a resident of New Jersey. You just have to be in New Jersey when you're placing that wager. And, and for those people who are listening, it's really quite something to see to go down to Penn Station on a game day and watch uh, literally hundreds, if not thousands of people get off the trains in, in New Jersey, place their bets on their phones. Well, I didn't realize that's what they do. So people actually <laughs> travel it just over the border to New Jersey to make Absolutely. these. Absolutely. Oh, so esports bettors, how are you going to get the word out to them? Because you're going to allow them to do a couple things. One, to bet on their favorite esports teams, obviously. And the games you're going to have are great games. Call of Duty, Dota 2, CSGO, League of Legends. That's how do you get the word out? How do you reach George, the esports better in New Jersey or New York or Pennsylvania, and you know to come over the, just to come over the border? Yeah, no, it's it's an ongoing process. Of course, we're going to work with the, the community groups. We have our Helix Center in New Jersey that gets substantial foot tracker every day, so we're going to be marketing there as well. Uh, influencers, gamers, streamers—that uh, is the most efficient way to reach the gaming market. Of course broadcasts like this and news releases and press releases. We have a new uh, PR firm, KCSA, and they're creating some content and news stories that are now getting out. We had one go out this morning, business in New Jersey. All of that helps. There's no one thing, you know, there's no right. silver bullet. If we just do this one thing, uh, you know, we get the ninja of New Jersey uh, on uh, talking about it, that uh, there'll be a tidal wave in. As soon as that release went out this morning, just to give you an example, I had a, uh, a female gaming uh, celebrity and streamer reach out to us, to me on link, say, I want to be involved. And my immediate response was, we want you involved. Absolutely. <laughs> you get the inbound coming right off the bat. That's a great right sign. Right off the bat. Within within 15 minutes, the announcement going out. They're already starting to reach out because they're passionate about what, you know, they love esports. They love gaming. And there's nobody else to work with. We're it. And, and you're not wasting any time getting off the ground. That's why I love. A lot of times you'll see these kind of announcements and then in the announcement says, so we'll be ready to go in three, four, five, six months. Um, I'm reading off of here, your five day soft play period essentially begins today. And then you're going to fully launch the Vi, uh, Vi.gg platform. So you guys are, you guys have been ready to go, right? You, you, yeah, you just this day was coming. Well, the, the, the software testing has been rigorous, both front end and back end. And that's really what was a lot of the time. Because keep in mind, you're not just testing with the Department of Gaming Enforcement. 
Bally's was also testing because we're on technically on their license. We have a skin with Bally's. So both groups put you through a rigorous testing. Uh, the site itself, we're giving ourselves just a, one extra day. We're going to launch noon tomorrow is our plan. And yeah, that's kick cool. off the, the five day soft play. And, and that's soft play just for everybody who's not familiar with it. And I, and I wasn't until it was explained to me by the DG. It's, it's a controlled launch scenario. Everybody goes through it who launches at the stage, whether you're DraftKings, Penn, everybody goes through it. And you're limited in the number of hours of day preparation and the number of people you can sign up on a daily basis. That's just to make sure that everything's working smooth um, so that you don't you know, open a site and 30,000 people sign up and all of a sudden you crash the system. Nobody wants that. So it's you know, 100 people a day can sign up, make their deposits and start making their, their bets. At the end of that soft play period, uh, then we're allowed to go full on 365, 24-7. Love it. So you know, by by the weekend, you get you're going to be full on. You've alluded a couple of times to the fact that it took a lot of time. It's been rigorous. It did take longer than originally thought by many of us investors, probably even you guys, because it announced a while ago. But explain to everybody why that's actually a good thing for GMBO. Yeah, sure. Uh, and you're right. And we're not novices to getting tier one licenses. We have five other tier one licenses. So we're familiar with what it takes. Uh, however, New Jersey is, is a bit different. And as I just mentioned, it's not just the department you're talking to, you're also talking to the casino. So the, there's two different parties that have their own criteria of tests that you have to go through. We're first. When you're first in anything, it's more difficult. It's easy to get in the highway and drive west right now. It was a little more difficult for Lewis and Clark when they went yeah. west, right? Uh, you know, so when you're first, and we're the first esports group for the DG as well. So there was a lot of people in the DG that needed to be educated on a lot of elements in esports. We were very closely with ESIC to get it uh, to get them educated. We were very close with Auden to get them educated. So there are all these factors working through it. When I first had my first conversation with, them, they said, "Well, they just don't want children gambling." You know, that was kind of where we started. That was two years ago, uh, and clearly everybody understands esports a lot better now. They were, they've been great to work with. I'm not going to say they, they haven't been, but yeah, they were just very careful. detailed. Measure measured twice, cut once. Exactly. But we, you know, there's a huge barrier to entry. for the. We get a lot of copycats, as you know. There's a lot of companies out there that effectively use our business plan. Oh, we're doing that too. We're talking to these people too. You can't just say you're going to get a gaming license. It's a process. And it's a... Yeah, yeah this, this is a great moat for you right now, Grant, it because is. if somebody it's else a, wants to get... We now know how 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 long and arduous the process. And by the way, you better have your ducks in a row. You better have your act together the way you guys do. Otherwise, this pretty much says George Cobb Esports Betting Emporium uh, may have may would may love to follow you into New Jersey. But if I don't have my tech, my software, my compliance, and all the the multi number of factors that go into this, this tells us you're just not getting in. So even though it took a little longer. I think it's a great moat. It, absolutely. Plus, there's a finite number uh, of, of operators you can be allowed in the state. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not even sure there's any skins left. There may be maybe one. So it's it's not an easy, it's not an easy process from all the technology, all the regulatory hurdles. The management gets background checks, the investors get background checks. 
other jurisdictions, you have licenses. If you have a, a license from a jurisdiction that they're not happy with, and there's a lot of jurisdictions uh, that uh, gray market jurisdictions, if, if you have licenses there, you're not going to get over the finish line. And, and for me personally, yes, it's oftentimes it's always more difficult to lead than follow, but I'd rather be out front than following. Better, better be a leader than a follower, that's for sure. Let, let's talk about a couple of months ago, you put out revenue guidance for 2022. Did New Jersey factor into that revenue guidance? Uh, at, at the time, yeah, we, we were pretty conservative on, on New Jersey. Uh, of course, now that we're ready to go, we'll, we'll assess it here over the next 30, 40 days. And if we're, if we're going to make any adjustments, because there's two big things taking place, both in New Jersey, in fact, that uh, could have a substantial impact. Uh, and one is by GG going live and be having the first site. It's entirely possible there could be 30, 40,000 people sign up for that site, which would be massive. Uh, second, we have Landduel that's going to be launching. And that's the me versus you skill-based uh, player versus player betting, which is an 18 plus product and is, is able to move much more rapidly through the jurisdictions than, than gambling. Uh, that was supposed to watch this past weekend, but of course with the ongoing concerns with uh, the pandemic, we thought it was prudent to push it to March. And we, we had conversations with- Yeah, the, that, that, that's you know, understandable. The issuer, the casino, et cetera. Um, we're very, bullish on both and you know so we'll once we get them launched we will reassess the thing with you know gaming gambling is <laughs> they say that you can only you can always count on death and taxes well you you should add change to that because it's a constantly changing environment there's new jurisdictions that are putting regulatory framework in place netherlands is one of those jurisdictions where you used to be able to market into netherlands now they've got their own licensing program in place so everybody has to have a, a cooling off period and that has had an impact on some of our operations but on the other side we've got new operations that have emerged up out in south america our numbers are up in finland uh, as a matter of fact i was just on with our iGaming department we've had our i believe our sixth week in a row where we did uh 1.3 million just in our gaming side per week. That's the first time we've done six weeks in a row of that size since the acquisition of uh, BetHard. So yeah, it did factor in, but we'd originally been conservative and only factored in about a million, a million and a half uh, of that revenue coming out of IGG. We'll reassess it. We didn't put anything for Landduel in there. So we'll, you know, where we lose on one area, we pick up huge on other areas. So it's, that's just one of the benefit of our company. There's, there's always a part of the company that's just raging. Pro sports partnerships. You've been a leader in that with, uh, with, with partnerships in the NFL, NHL, uh, I can't remember, soccer. You, you've had some great partnerships. Does this New Jersey uh, license now um, accelerate conversations with the likes of the Giants, the Jets, who play in New Jersey? At the Meadowlands, for example, <laughs> yes. the New Jersey Devils, the NBA, you know, uh, in that, does this accelerate those kind of, uh, does that factor into uh, the conversation? Actually, um, with this announcement, it has stimulated more conversation with the casinos, oddly enough, because they're, they've been trying to figure out how to get esports and gaming into their physical plans. So this, this announcement, there's been some more inbound um 
requests for additional information from the casinos. Same thing with the Landville product. They're now interested because there's betting and gambling products that make sense to them. On the pro sports teams, just like being first in New Jersey, we were the first to do these sort of things. And we were the first for the pro teams. Uh, they were the ones, keep in mind, they're the ones who reached out to us. They know they want gaming because they know the under 35 demographic is more passionate about gaming than traditional sports. And I'm not saying there aren't 35 year old football fans. Clearly there's, there's yeah, millions yeah. of them. Uh, having said that, when you're doing something first, uh, there is often trial and error, clearly. You don't have a roadmap to work from. You're not following somebody, you're breaking ground yourself. So we learned an awful lot in the first season and, and we've pivoted the way we run those. Uh, yes, we still have 22 teams that are interested in, in doing business with us and bringing gaming to their fans. We didn't want to bring any more teams on until we got the model down right. It was good for the team, good for the fans, and clearly good for us and our shareholders. Uh, so we, we, we adjusted to what we call club clash. So this, instead of just, George, you're a fan of, I think you said the Cowboys, but I'm not, I'm not sure. Cowboys, that. baby. <laughs> so, you know, you, you're a fan of that team. You may be interested to sign up for a tournament, three tournaments for that team or two tournaments for that team. But the problem with that was, it was we learned and they learned, people sign up and then they wait and you lose a lot of people. So we, we've adjusted to what we call club clash where the fans sign up. They play in the tournaments for the team. They get points, but they can also play in other tournaments of the other teams. And as, oh, as they play, nice. they, Smart. they get, so there, there's, it's constant activity. They're getting these points. They can use these points. Even if they don't win the tournament, they can use the points to, to get a hat, a t-shirt, you know, the smaller prizes at the swag store, as opposed to just one person wins those season's tickets. But people are engaged now through whole seasons. And then we have the top fans of each teams play off against each other. You know, so we've evolved into that strategy. The teams are embracing it. The fans seem to love it. I think we had 4,000 people sign up in December. Um, so we're starting to get some, some more serious traction. Is there further tweaking to be done? Absolutely. We're going to tie in a whole retail store where the fans can, you know, buy swag at discount prices, et cetera. But it is, you know, it, it's, and you can imagine, I get a lot of, I don't know if we want to call it hate mail, we'll call it love letters from individuals who have all kinds of advice to give us and what we should have, could have, would have done. And it's, it's, it's the armchair quarterbacks and um, the trolls and people who have an agenda to run the, uh, run me down or run the company down. Uh, they have no lack of, <laughs> of fodder to work on, but until you get in the mix and you have your hands on a project and you're doing it, you don't really know what the hell you're talking about, frankly. Well, right. it's, it'd be, it would be like me trying to tell Tom Brady how he should, or for me, I'm a Cowboy fan. It'd be like me trying to tell Dak Prescott how to run his offense because I'm watching on TV and <laughs> I figure, hey, bud, I've got the answers. Uh, here's my tweet. It, it is that ridiculous. But it, it, but let's talk about that, actually. Let's give a little bit of, we don't want to just brush it off. Look, I know tech is down. I mean, Netflix got crushed 25% in one day last week because it missed it missed uh, guidance, right? It wasn't by much, but it missed it. Risk is clearly off. The NASDAQ is getting hit. All sorts of different factors there, inflation, interest rates, Ukraine, doesn't matter, it's happening, right? 
But yeah. having said that, Grant, it seems like esports entertainment group stock started a lot earlier and has been impacted more than than the others. Even though we've seen DraftKings and these guys down substantially, you know what's happening? Is there a disconnect between what's going on with the stock and what's going on with the business? And and how do you provide comfort to the shareholders? Uh, you know that that the business is going great. Yeah, well, that's that, that's a fair question, and it is one that I get asked frequently. So, thanks for giving me the chance to address it. Uh, yeah, there's there's a huge disconnect. I, I literally never turn on my computer when I don't get an inbound request. Can we partner with you? We'd like to hear more about the Omega Systems. Can we get involved with Landuel? And that's from big box stores, sports bars, theater groups, casinos, constantly all over the world. Like we've got a casino group from Netherlands, you know, nine casinos. Hey, will you partner with us? Of course we'll partner with you. Yes, we're very interested. This is what we do. So they recognize we have the leading edge products. On the stock, there's a number of factors. One, yeah, it's a shitty market for sure. It's you look across as ready across the board and tech has been hit particularly bad. Absolutely. Uh, you combine with that, there was, you know, <laughs> clearly a lot of people that were waiting for this announcement to come out. It was a credibility piece. It was a milestone that had to be hit in terms of being able to deliver. We got that done and we're going to keep delivering as we always have. I mean, George, we went, we were the first IPO during the freaking pandemic. We managed to push that over the finish yep. line. Yep. March, the 2020 and the first right during the pandemic, first esports. Yeah. The border was shutting yeah. down. I had to jet back over before they shut the border down. And do the finish the whole I, the roadshow uh, on, on uh, Zoom calls. So it was the first time that was ever done. We will do, and I will continue to do whatever we have to do. There's been a lot of bullshit out there that oh, the company we're working with, the debt companies, taking the company over. That's horseshit. Number one, they're not. Well, let's talk about that. There is some concern. You see it on social media. Uh, are the covenants? I, I get the emails. Yeah, we're so. working very closely with. We, we talk to them frequently. Of course, they're a big lender. They have, they're not, a, they're an unsecured creditor. They had obviously hoped that the, the, the shareholder vote would pass and they would have gotten more stock that they could have uh, converted out. It didn't work out that way. They're aware of that. We're working with them. And, um, and they're unsecured. Know, so they don't they're really have any incentive to they have no incentive walk to in and company. take over the company or do something. Number one, they can't because walk in. secured anyway. Yeah, they can't take the company over, number one. Number two, you can't seize gambling licenses. doesn't work like that. They're not transferable. It'd be like taking over a bank license. You can't do it. Uh, nor are they interested in that. They're interested in working with us. Keep in mind that that is, doesn't mature until a year next May. So 2023. Is, yeah, 2023. So it's we're servicing it. We pay the we pay the interest rates on it. Uh, they're working with us to uh, look at options to inject more capital into the company during this time where the markets are are, are soft, clearly. Um, and they're they're working with us with with other investors who are keen to to work with us as well. We are uniquely positioned. We are clearly the leader in this in the sector, not by market cap, obviously. That's that's our, you know it, it's upside down, and you know. And, and I know people think that this makes me sound like a rookie when I talk about it, but the reality is there is a persistent, substantial short in the stock as well. 
So you, you factor in, it's a, it's a tough market, particularly tough for tech. There was some credibility delays that was largely around this DG, but we delivered on that. And, and then there's a short sort of a perfect storm of all these events. And that it's, the stock has been, it has suffered. And I know that's stressful to the shareholders. They have to understand, I, I sold my house to start this company. So I am in direct, my agenda is the same as your agenda and every other shareholder. I want this company to be as successful as possible. And I, every decision we make here is specifically with that in mind. And we will continue to do that. I don't think I've made a promise to the market that we haven't delivered on yet. Now, the timelines, I wish I, wish I could have called the, uh, the, the timeline in New Jersey a little bit better. Uh, obviously it, it was, took months longer than I had anticipated. But when you're dealing with the regulatory bodies, it's not a it's not a right, it's a privilege to get these things. Yeah. And it's not an easy thing to do. And if somebody thinks it's easy, fill your boots. Go well, good it. luck. George Calm, esports important. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's application. Let's see how let's see how that guy does. What is easy? But, what is easy is criticizing people. You know, it, it, I I hear it all day, every day. And hey, you know what? They're taking more applications today. Launch your company, fill your boots, go for it. This is a, the most important thing to come out of this grant is the business is not only intact, but it's thriving. Is it fair absolutely. to say the business? Just, and that's the most last, important last thing. Week, last week, as I mentioned, there was a, a chain of casinos in Europe that reached out and a large theater chain that is very excited with the, the Omega product. This is a, a turnkey gaming array that we can drop into a movie theater, a big box store, a sports bar, a bowling alley, a casino. You put it in, it's got the credit card swipes on it. They don't need to have maintenance on site because maintenance is done remotely through our GG circuit network. And now boom, you're in game. You've got it. They, they, we can drop in tournament playing there. They got the big screens. You can watch people playing. People sit down, swipe their card. They're on, they're participating in these tournaments. And that product was rolled out at IAPA. Uh, in, in Orlando uh, this fall. And it's just been overwhelming, the response to that product. It's going to be And, and that's, all, look, that's what we look to you for at the end of the day. Are you guys executing the business? Yeah. Um, the stock, you know, contrary to popular belief of so many people, you know, gr neither Grant Johnson nor the CEO of Netflix when they're down 25% on Wednesday, Thursday, you guys just don't control that, right? Uh, that's why I don't give you guys all the credit when it's skyrocketing. I don't give you all the blame when it's dropping because when it's skyrocketing, it's a markets are friendly. They're bullish. The Fed's doing this and tech is doing that. Risk is back on. And, you know, you get the benefit of that. But what we do look to you guys for, what I always really am hard on, you know, my guests uh, on the show is, is the business intact. And if the business is intact, then the rest is going to take care of itself. And it sounds like, Grant, no surprises no failures anywhere, the business is going great. Yeah, the like I said, there's always change. You know, who could have forecasted that COVID would we'd still be talking about that two years in, right? I mean, these are things you can't plan on. Uh, what we do know is that the market is becoming more friendly from a regulatory standpoint, uh, from a gaming, esports and gaming, absolutely verticals that had never considered it before are now actively pursuing it. And that's the casinos, the pro sports teams, theater groups. These are whole new verticals that we have, as far as I'm aware, we have the only product that we can drop in, you know, land duel, crypto mining. Our crypto mining, we've done over $1.8 million in the last six months on crypto mining. 
know, that was that was just started up as something to that's just the, pure cash at the bottom line. Exactly. Exactly. No, I was gonna say, so I'm not gonna say every time you make a decision, we, we put it out of the park, you know, have we have we you know invested or spent money exploring different venues? Absolutely. Are we gonna to continue to do that? Yeah, we are. We're going to continue. I, I think our shareholders want us to be up front. I think they want us. Right now, our focus is, is getting everything to integrate. Last fall, our focus is getting the iGaming to integrate. And now we're cross-marketing huge between our casino platform, our, our sportsbook platforms, you know, the, the Phoenix software sportsbook platform, which is ours. That's we just launched in New Jersey. That's ours. 100%. We own that platform. So the focus was getting the, the esports site up. We are going to migrate Sport Nation on that platform. We can migrate that in New Jersey, by the way. We'll be adding that later on this year. All the other sites are sports first, and they kind of had a line extension to esports. We're esports centric, and our line extension will be the sports, of course. Uh, there's other states we're deep in conversations with, but getting onto our own platform so we control, that's what the focus is right now. We don't have immediate plans for it. For additional M&A work, we did a ton of it, of course, as you know, as everybody knows. Uh, and now our focus is getting those parts to work together in, in harmony. You can, when you go to see a, a, a theater event, you kind of walk in and it's just a caffeine of noise as the orchestra is warming up and all the instruments are not playing together, just noisy. And then they start playing together. It's beautiful music. We're, we're kind of at that stage now. Uh, on the iGaming side, it's all playing together. The numbers are up week over week. Now we're focusing on our esports and gaming side. Magnus, our new COO, Stuart Tilly, uh, they're going to be setting up uh, for all the department heads, EGL, Genji, which is now EEG Labs, uh, Helix, and GG Circuit. They're all going to get together, probably tied in around the Landuel event. Get all that business heads. How are we integrating all the products? How do we get Landuel onto that Omega system? So when somebody comes in, I want tournament play or I want to do, I want to do you know, skilled betting integrate that nobody else has time, they're all doing fine on their own but now how do you how do you cross them over and just and just multiply the success yeah certain parts are doing better of course we just re-upped the the 2k league just re-upped with eeg labs so we do all the analytics for that entire league um you know that's that's huge that shows shows you the the publishers the casinos the sports teams who do they reach out to you've seen the news we we work with all these groups and more and more all the time. And, and our investors, your watchers will see more and more of this. It's not going to, I, to your point, I don't have a magic wand that I wave and I'm just going to fix that share price. Uh, clearly, I would have preferred that uh, we got this news out a couple of weeks back. We got it today. Some people were criticizing me. Why did I announce it today? Why didn't I wait till the market's <laughs> Who knows when that's going to be? Maybe his crystal ball works better than mine. I don't know when the markets are going to be up. I know we have big news. We want to push it out. We want to keep our shareholders engaged. We need them to know uh, that we're going to do a better job. Yeah, you're not that. a market timer. You're a business yeah, timer. Yeah, how can you? You can never. You, nobody will. If you did, you're a trillionaire because you'll be the guy who always gets. If you did, what the hell are you doing investing in, in GMBL? Just invest in futures, stock options. Exactly. But no, no, anyways, getting back to the point, you guys are doing great, Grant. It's amazing to see that the business is going so well. New Jersey news today so well uh, to, to finally nail that down. Uh, last word to you. Well, there'll be more to come. Like I said, the focus right now is on getting all the parts of the company working together. Uh, will there be other jurisdictions? Absolutely. You'll see that shortly. 
people wow. are always reaching out to me, <laughs> asking me, what's the latest? They have to understand. I can't tell them. I don't want to be Martha Stewart. I don't even know how to make my own nativity thing when I'm in jail. So I'm not going to tell people what we're coming down the pipe. I can tell you, we are talking to dozens of casinos. We are talking to hundreds of theater groups, big box stores, chain stores, sports bars, pro teams. The list goes on and on. Our, our challenge isn't opportunities. Our challenge is picking the right ones at the right time. So we're going to focus getting pieces work together. We, I am personally making a making a commitment to our shareholders to do a better job of communicating out to the shareholders. Uh, I found this DGE thing all consuming. It became like obsessive compulsive. Sometimes you just got to be all hands on. I, I just had to stay on it. But you know, as you know, we work with Agoracom, KCSA, our new PR company, JCIR, our new IR firm. To get that message out, we had stories run this morning. We just, as, as we were on the call, Roth just re-upped that uh, they still say that we've got a clear path to profitability. They're putting us at a $22 buy. We're undervalued. The analysts are unsigned. Sooner or later, we'll break the short and screw them. Uh, and people will start appreciating what it is we've built. Love the confidence, Grant. Love that. Screw <laughs> Love that, buddy. Congratulations <laughs> to you, the entire team. Uh, let's celebrate this today and looking forward to having you back on. If you're telling me other jurisdictions are coming and you're the guy who's delivered everything you said you're going to deliver, then that's going to be exciting. But today we're celebrating New Jersey. Congratulations, my friend. Thanks, George. Appreciate it. To everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform to Grant Johnson, CEO of Esports Entertainment Group. Trades on the NASDAQ under GMBL. Got to love that stock symbol to do your due diligence. Take a look at the company's profile page on Agoracom. And then from there, click over right over to the company's main uh, website to do your deep dive due diligence. But guys, if you believe in the future of esports, if you believe in the future of iGaming, then you got to do your due diligence on, on esports entertainment group. Just don't say 12 months from now, we didn't tell you so. Have a great day. See you next time. Hey guys, this video is over, but don't forget to help your company by liking it and then leaving a comment below. And then don't forget to help yourself by subscribing to our channel so you don't ever miss another great Agoracom small cap video.